Hello everyone, welcome back to Hugging My Chaos. Today we have my favorite business club president. Well, he's not a president anymore, but he was my president last year. And this guy, he's hella charismatic, such a leader. He likes to put people, he likes to include everyone. And fun fact about him, he had trouble deciding his major before committing to one which is business admin. So that's why he's the perfect person to bring on the show to talk about how to find your career path. Welcome, Germana Costa. How are you? It is, honestly, it is a great pleasure to be on this podcast, on this show by, you know, hosted by Abril. Uh, I was very excited when Abril reached out to me. So I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, the questions. He had a lag on me. It was Uh, bad. I mean, yeah, that was funny too because I was, (laughs) I've just been busy right now post-grad and all that. Um, But it's, you know, it is, um, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for being here. How many, I'm curious, how many degrees did you pursue before committing to business admin so it was actually a funny story because when i first got into community college or straight out straight out of high school like it was i honestly wasn't even thinking about school Mm -hmm. uh like it was more so like oh i see my brother my sister they're going to community college like Mm -hmm. you know they're they're pursuing higher education Mm -hmm. all of my friends in high school they're like oh you know i'm going to colorado i'm going to you know clemson i'm going to uh, USC, UCSD, I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about college. I was just like, I mean, I just like to play sports. I was like, I'm just going to go to community college, and then I'm going to go play football, and then we'll just see. Soccer so, or just football? Uh, American football. So, um, so yeah, it was like, I'm going to just get involved. There was a program at my community college called Puente. Uh, it's basically, uh, uh, shout out to Puente. Um, it is a program specifically focused for first gen Hispanic students, um, basically because a lot of first gen students, that's the biggest thing just after high school, just navigating college. Mm -hmm. So, um, with the help of them, they were able to like, basically just open my eyes as to what college really is Mm -hmm. and like how this is going to support you in the future. So getting involved with them, like they definitely got me on track and focused on what I wanted to pursue, even though I didn't really know what I wanted to pursue. I was like, uh, I could see myself being like international uh, business or even like in architecture or um, no, not math, because I, <laughs> I, I was not good at math. Um, but I like how you thought about it. Yeah, like, no, no, I was like, no, nope, not <laughs> math. Um, but like even finance, because I actually had fun in my classes at community college regarding finance. So I was like, finance would be cool. It's numbers and all that. It's kind of complicating. But like once you get the hang of it, like you get it. It just clicks. Um, but then that's when it was a, it was really until I started getting to like have those constant meetings with my counselor, like before transferring us to like, okay, so that's when she told me she's like your career should be something that you pursue, not only for the money, but for your enjoyment. Mm -hmm. So it's something where, like, what what are your hobbies right now? Mm -hmm. So that's when I started thinking about my hobbies. She's like, so those hobbies, like, find a way. What were your hobbies? So at that time, like I said, coming out of high school, I was just like, let me just keep on playing sports. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kept on playing football. So I was just like, 
it wasn't until college where I started recognizing the business aspect of sports because mm. you start seeing, you know, high school, it's more so like, um, you know, if you're good, you get the playing time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sometimes, you know, we might not have a lot of players. So like you're guaranteed a spot. But when you get to the next level, the coaches have to make business decisions. They're going to be putting the best players on the field. Mm-hmm. So even though you're committed to the program, you're committed to showing up to every practice, every workout, you know, doing extra work. If you're not the best, the, the coach is going to make a business decision. Mm-hmm. So that's where, for me, it was kind of like an eye-opening experience, although it sucked because it was just like a new kicker just came in and then just like that, he just got the starting job when I was there for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then that just kind of, like I said, it opened an eye to me. I said like, okay, so like, I I see why people say sports is a business. Like at the end of the day, it's a business. Um, so then that's when I talked to my counselor. I'm like, if anything, like, you know, I definitely do see myself like, I'm always around sports. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't I want to pursue a career where it's something I fully enjoy. I grew up my whole entire life playing sports. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I want to pursue a career where it evolves or revolves around that? Mm-hmm. So then that's when uh, Maria, my counselor, she was just like, um, if anything, a lot of undergrad uh, sports management programs are like on the East Coast, like down South. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's something where it's like tuition. Yeah. Out of state tuition. I was like, oh, because you come from San Francisco, right? Yeah, uh, Bay Area, uh, Bay Area, San Francisco, kind of inner East Bay. Um, but so yeah, it was just like out of state tuition, no money to pay for that. I was like, how am I gonna pay for that? Um, so she was just like, if anything, look into like top business programs on the West Coast in California that you see yourself, uh, you know, a enjoying the campus because that's the biggest thing. Um, and be like a good business program where you could use that to leverage what you want to do in your future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after kind of taking several classes in community college, that's where, you know, finally transferring, mm-hmm. that's where I was just like, okay, I'm fully committing to, you know, doing this business program. Mm-hmm. Um, first I was general business, but then I changed it to management. Oh, but it was around business, right? It was around business. Oh, okay. It was, it was oh, yeah, okay. at the end of it, it was business. Those were the main classes I took. Mm-hmm um and and yeah basically that's where general business first but then i switched emphasis to management um because uh looking potentially into a master's program Mm -hmm. in sports management so uh yeah it was a lot of you know a lot of you know kind of finding more Mm -hmm. about myself Mm -hmm. um that led me to you know now i get to say when you first of all congratulations when you were little what did you want to be when you grew up or what were your aspirations um because i feel like that also yes it definitely did play a role i mean like i said i played sports since i was four years old Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm gonna be a soccer player um but career-wise what my parents were always telling me um and i actually really appreciate that because now it's now it's something that I fully embrace. It's just like, I come from two cultures. I come from the culture here in the U.S. and I come from the culture from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So they always said, embrace your culture. You know, it's it's two different cultures, but, you know, don't, don't, don't lose your roots. Don't be ashamed of it. 
Um, so they were just like, oh, like, you know, maybe like down the road, you could be an ambassador, uh, you know, being bilingual, you know, knowing, you know, knowing some of Mexico, you know, going to visit family, knowing kind of like, I guess the situation that's going on here and there. Uh, so you could be an ambassador. So I was like, hmm, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, definitely there was a time where I was saying, oh, that's, I want to be oh, that's the image you had of growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like politically, is because the the, also the other context behind you know me being an ambassador, uh, and my family they call my dad okay, they call my dad one or one of my family members, he's one of two that they call el politico, (laughs) el politico, el politico, uh, because when we're out and about, my dad he always just finds someone that he finds someone that he knows. Mm. from work from you know just like a like a trip somewhere he's like oh wait yeah from that trip that we went to i know this guy (laughs) so and then even then if he doesn't know he just starts talking to people so um so obviously there was that joke of you know political 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 that's what exactly exactly so as a kid i was just like oh you know i want to be able to talk to whoever (laughs) like you know just kind of just yeah just be that person Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, my dad and my mom, they're both my role models, you know, so it was, you know, it's definitely hard to, like, not listen to what, you know, they were telling me as like, oh, you can be, you can be this, you can do that and all that. So, um, which I think the politics side, like the influential side, you have it a lot. Like I saw it a lot in (laughs) HUSA, like you're always like, hey, you're like, people know you, you know, people appreciate you, like Uh your presence, you know. Exactly. I think, I think it's really just like, for me how how do I even put this? It's like when I see myself in a position where I could use my voice, I know I have a loud voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I could be an introvert. I know I could be an extrovert. So I know I could relate to both both sides, you know, because there's a lot of introverted mm-hmm. people, a lot of extroverted people. I know I could relate to both sides. So it's just like, when I know when to use those in certain situations, I'm going to use them. Mm-hmm. So in HBSA, that's why I think it was very easy for me to kind of connect with basically everybody. Because mm-hmm. there was, you know, the extroverted people like you, yourself, mm-hmm. uh, which I saw from day one from tabling, you know. When, yeah, because I was know. dancing. <laughs> yeah, so I saw that. Um, and like easily whenever it's just it's like a switch when i saw you just energetic dancing i was like i was like all right i'm gonna match her energy so but then obviously there's you know you've seen in hbsa meetings there's also the introverted people so that's where it's like it's another switch where it's like you don't go loud exactly because i'm probably gonna scare them yeah uh so i'm just like you know more mellow more like more serious more you know just kind of chill um and then I think that's why, like, the dynamic that uh, Josh and I had, mm-hmm. it, it just worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, that And, yeah, basically, that's, I think, yeah, yeah, basically that. Do you, <laughs> going back on track, do you think, are you going to, like, open a business one day with the knowledge that you have? Or do you just want to, like, remain an employee? Probably just an employee. I don't see myself as an entrepreneur. I mean, I it's it's an idea because there's obviously you know everybody has ideas as to like what they want to do and like how to monetize it Mm -hmm. um but for me right right now i don't see myself being an entrepreneur and you know making my own business or something uh if anything like my biggest um what's the word for it 
uh, I don't know what the word for it, I'm blanking out is, but like my biggest thing is just like, how do I find ways to give back to community? Mm-hmm. So whether that be, you know, my job or, you know, just even locally, um, like it's always a thought where I'm just like, how do I give back to my community? So, you know, doing stuff like this, you know, giving back to my friends, you know, people that I care for. I'm obviously going to help them out whenever. Um, HBSA, I know that was a big spot for me, you know, for my college years. Um, so obviously it's just something like, okay, how do I give back? You know, I already served, but now how do I give back? How do I support that community? Um, so, yeah, I think in the meantime right now, just employ, just working, um, you know, just building up experience. So, and then who knows? Eventually maybe Eventually you want to give back. Exactly. You don't know how, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know. Not not exactly. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but as you know, right now it's just. Let me just. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. Like I still have so much to learn. Mm-hmm. So like, let me just get all that knowledge, and then who knows? Maybe in ten years, I have like a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. or, you know, I start up my own business of some sort or something like that. So, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, about that, how do you see yourself now that you're out of college? How do you see yourself in, like, 10 years? In 10 years? Wow, that is a very long time. Yeah. Um, you're gonna I mean, there. like, the the dream path, the dream career, uh, I honestly see myself within, like, you know, a management team of a sports team. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in the front office uh, and obviously with my dream team, the San Francisco 49ers, so... You know, it would be basically me going back home, working for the 49ers in like a full-time mm. position, front office, you know, just just all of that. Because, I mean, it's, that was my childhood team growing up. So now it's like making my childhood team, you know, into my, my dream job. Mm. Like that's something where like in 10 years, you know, I could definitely see myself doing. Um, but right now, just freshly being done with college, like literally like two, three weeks ago, <laughs> two, three weeks ago, because I just finished summer classes. Um it's it was an immediate switch because mm-hmm. uh, it's just like all right you went from just being available to work on select days mm-hmm. to now having your full schedule just open and then now you're just being like consistently like scheduled like whether that be like eight to fours nine to fives two to eleven mm-hmm. um and then sometimes like what I've worked. I think I worked like just recently after I graduated. It was already like within two days. I think I worked like eight days straight. Damn. So it was just like, all right, this is the real life. This is, you know, this is adulting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also something where I want to put a uh, responsibility on myself where I, you know, got myself situated here in San Diego for another year uh, at an apartment with my roommate. Um where it's like, I want to take the responsibility of like paying my full rent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, put the burden on my parents because, you know, I know sometimes, you know, just they need the money. Yeah. So I don't want, I'm, I'm graduated. So I need to take that responsibility. Um, so that's. Yeah, I feel like sometimes parents get kind of like annoyed. Exactly. <laughs> like they just want exactly. to be free. <laughs> so um, that's why it's like, that's definitely something that I'm, you know, uh, it's another thing that I'm like having to think about now. It's like, all right. I need to work because I need to pay rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's like, okay, I know my loan payments are coming up, so I need to pay for those as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's 
it was an immediate switch. Mm-hmm. Like basically just all right, you're in school, like you know, you're you're a student mm-hmm. to now welcome to the real world. Mm-hmm. This is this is what your life is gonna consist of. Mm-hmm. So And do you like that? Do you like the like how your job is going, your lifestyle, your like so, new world lifestyle? If anything, like I mean, I like money. So obviously <laughs> I'm gonna work. Um I like to have my own freedom and all that. So um it is my current lifestyle right now. I like it. I like it. Although, you know, sometimes whenever I call my mom, she's like, Oh, te recuerdas que tienes mamá. Um but you know, I always, you know, I always make sure to touch base with my parents and all that, but uh back up to my lifestyle. Uh I like my lifestyle right now. Um, you know, living in San Diego. Blessed to say that I get to live here for another year. Um it's where I feel thanks to San Diego State, these past two years, I can confidently say that I have found myself, mm-hmm. what what my values are, what I stand for. Um, you know, definitely matured over the, you know, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's all of that has shaped me to me in the moment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that that has basically formed my lifestyle right now. Mm-hmm. So um, like, you know, definitely I like to, you know, have fun, go out, party and all that. But at the same time now it's like another responsibility. It's like, all right, you got to take care of business. You got to take care of like, you know, what what are you doing to progress and use your diploma? Mm-hmm for your future so yeah right now yeah i want to ask you about that i know well you just graduated so you don't know like the benefits a lot of the benefits Uh of having a degree but a degree is pretty expensive you already know that yes but do you think the benefits outweigh the cost the benefits of having like job opportunities outweigh the cost because we've heard stories about like people who don't have a degree Mm -hmm. and they just do something completely different you know but what are your thoughts about that um, How important is it's a degree, in your opinion? And should everyone pursue it? In, I will say this. A degree is not for everyone. Okay. Because there are so many ways now in modern times where you could just monetize like different career paths. Mm-hmm. So compared to back then, it was just like, you need that degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to make money. But now there's just so many people are just more innovative mm-hmm. as to how they could, you know, build companies without, you know. And these are people that, you know, just went to high school or like maybe are like college dropouts that build successful companies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just able, they, they themselves are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. without them knowing. Um, so it's, but for me personally, mm-hmm. how I see it is that I the career path that I'm looking to go down, I need that college degree. Mm-hmm. Um, cause whether that be and you know if I'm gonna be coaching a soccer team mm-hmm. or if I'm gonna be working in the front office as you know, uh, whether that be on the financing side, you know, business side, making you know business decisions. All of those people, they have degrees, whether that be BAs, MAs, just anything of that. 
Um, so I I think now it's just kind of like, what do you want to do in the future? And does that route take you to where a bachelor's degree is your start? Do you need to do a master's? Like, I think in the long run, it will definitely help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom always has, you know, the saying, she's just like, cuando me traen ese pedazo de papelito es cuando ustedes pueden hacer lo que quieren hacer. Which um, means that whenever you bring me the degree, like the paper, yeah, the degree. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, my parents, you know, them, you know, immigrating from Mexico to over here, just starting from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they obviously they, they have that different perspective where it's just like that degree is going to propel you to, you know, get paid more you know like that's what we want for you guys we want you guys to get paid more than we ever had um because they're just like so you guys could support us later on mm-hmm. so um and i feel like a lot of hispanic parents or like yeah latino parents like they put a lot of pressure in like getting a degree you know no, yeah. in a way like that's uh-huh. the path like that's uh-huh. the path you have to go down to um and yeah it's just it's i don't want to is blame the right word, but I don't want to blame them for it because, I mean, it's just like, I know my dad and my mom say it, like, all the time. It's mm-hmm. just like, they wanted to continue school. Mm-hmm. Not my dad, actually. But <laughs> my mom, uh, she, even to this day, she's just like, oh, like, you know, I'm, I always think about, like, what if I go back to school? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, so it's like, it's not like they're living vicariously through us, mm-hmm. but I know that for them, like, a degree, it matters because I know for me, my degree, what it means to me is obviously, yes, it's a step towards my career, mm-hmm. but I know, like, excuse me, uh, I know that is, that's, like, representing my family. Like, I did, like, this is my family on, like, paper, like, like, don't, like don't disrespect my family like we i did this i did this i you know i'm putting my family on because you know Cesar puede, you could do it um it's that's that's what it means to me so it's like you know that sense of accomplishment exactly so it's just like um you know something that my parents like you know wish that they could have had you know their name on like mm-hmm. a bachelor's or something so like it's something where for me it's like yes obviously i did it for myself but at the same time like this is for my family. It's symbolic. It's exactly. It's symbolic. Like this is like all the hard work all throughout the, you know, all the ups to the highs throughout all the school years. Like it all led to this, basically my name and our last name being mm-hmm. on a bachelor's degree. Oh, so, yeah. I feel that. And I feel like also school teaches you a lot about like how to be self-disciplined, responsible mm-hmm. while managing other things. Because a lot of people have like jobs, whatever. Yep. You are. You have to be able to be focused, disciplined, and like like you said, have a vision. You yeah. Know? Like, hey, maybe I'm doing it for my family, but I'm also doing it because it matches my career path. Exactly. That's crazy. What advice would you give people if they are struggling, uh, trying to find a career path or like a path? I'm gonna speak to the camera because I know when I first started community college. I was just like, okay, let me just get this over with. And like, you know, like, God, like, you know, I see my friends are already like at a four-year university. Uh, like, why couldn't I do that so, just so I could be done with school? But then 
shout out to my boys, Bruno Arturo. Uh, Bruno, he was at that time 22, 23. Uh, and I was straight out of high school. And basically, that's where he heard me. He's like, bro, like, what are you trying to say? Like, I'm 22, I'm 23, and I'm in community college. Mm -hmm. So it's like everybody has their own timeline. You might not know what you want to do right now, but don't don't shoot yourself over it. It's it, This is your own path. It's not in high school where it's like, oh, like, you know, I'm taking that class with you or anything. Like, this is now, this is your life. So, you know, you're probably like, wow, like, you know, all my friends or people around me, like, they know what they're doing. And good for them, like, you know, be happy for them. But this is your path. This is your life. This is what you're making of it. So that would definitely be my advice because thanks to Bruno, he definitely like that. That was once I heard that, it just stuck with me forever because I was like, damn, like that's that's really what life is now. At this point in time, it's it's what you want Um, at this moment, at this moment. It's just like, yeah. So basically just don't don't shoot yourself. Be patient. I know I was very impatient, but patience was something I definitely learned a lot of, of like how to manage. Um, and yeah, just, you know, just, just go with the flow. Uh, I think that would be my advice. So. Should, like, let's say people are paying tuition and they don't know their path. Should they like just go to college, drop out? Like, if you were, if you had to give an advice to yourself, what would you do? Because um, a lot of people like, they want to make a right decision because they're already paying for it. They already have yeah. the pressure. Parents also play a big mm-hmm. role. Like, Most definitely. They tell you, hey, like, come on, figure something out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. uh, that was a tricky question. Um, but I guess my response to that would be, uh, yeah, something what I mentioned earlier. Find your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that you like to do on your own free time? A college is most definitely going to have that. Like, whatever you like to do, they're going to be having some sort of a class or a discipline for it. Um, and, and yeah, just pursue that. Because, I mean, for me, how I told myself, I was like, okay, I already did community college three years. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my timetable at two years. And, you know, obviously, yes, I had to take summer classes, which, you know, it was definitely a pain in the butt. Uh, But I was just like, I'm going to give myself two years because then I feel like if I go past that two year mark, that's where uncertainty is going to start hitting. And that's when I'm like, oh, my God, am I doing the right major? Um, And that also gave me like a good time to like really like focus in on like, okay, this is my emphasis. This is what I'm doing. Um, And yeah. So that would probably be my best piece of advice is just, yeah, you say like, oh, I have four years of college or I have like two years of college, like, you know, I'll figure it out. Like once, once you get to that point, it's like create that timetable. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay. And like, even then yesterday, uh, we had a social bonfire. Um, I was talking to a few undergrads, sophomores, juniors, and then they were like, oh my God, like, you know, uh, I'm just scared to grab or like. They were saying like, oh, no, I can't wait to graduate and all that. Uh, but I'm like, hey, take it from me. Enjoy your time. Like, truly just do everything you want to do here. 
Cause and yeah, that you know, even though a lot of people say I'm not the only one saying it, it's just like once you graduate, it's a real life. Uh, like you got adult, so it's that instant switch. So definitely, it's like build a timetable. It's like okay, build a timetable. Explore your classes. Like not only just look at what the counselor tells you to do, but look at what the school has to offer. Mm -hmm. um, and you also yeah. talked to your counselor, right? You mentioned that. Uh, it was definitely like day. towards the end of junior year and then beginning of senior year. Mm -hmm. So that's when that's when I heavily used my counselors. Mm -hmm. uh, but community college, oh yeah, I was there like probably like every week, every two. Like mm -hmm. no, I was I was probably there like sometimes two days, at, two to three days every week, Damn. or like on like other days. Like I was at least there one but day. But you every also week. did your research, right? Like because I feel like. You also like you you explore different areas. You're mm -hmm. like okay, I like try different things. You didn't just wait for the answer to come. Exactly. Back. You just didn't. I mean, I'm a I'm a big advocate in community college because uh -huh. a it's cheap, uh -huh. and b also it's the same thing. Like, it gives you so much freedom as to what classes you can take, uh, -huh. uh before transferring. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my takeaway. Is just community college. It's not bad because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, some of the professors that are at the community colleges are the ones teaching at four years. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know what some of my professors that I had at community college, they were teaching at Berkeley mm -hmm. or they were teaching at um, Stanford. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are you going to downplay community college? Mm -hmm. It's saving you a bunch of money. So and that's why I was able to, you know, kind of navigate as to like what I did, like what I didn't like. Um, and yeah, but I, like you said before, it's important to have like a timetable because yes. I've seen a lot of friends from community, like who are older than me, who are like still like trying to figure it out, and they're supposed to be seniors already, you know, yep. they haven't transferred. So, I also think that it's important that you put yourself pressure, right? Like, you yeah. no, no way, a little bit of pressure, but not too much. Yeah, it's <sighs> pressure is good. I like pressure. I mean, coming from an athletic background, it's like yeah. you always want to live up to the pressure yeah. so what helped me was to put it in like a sport point of view sport perspective where it's like okay in a game in a soccer game there's mm -hmm. 45 minute halves 90 mm -hmm. minutes so you have 90 minutes in order to beat the other team mm -hmm. so what do you need to do you know how was their play style you know yada yada all of that mm -hmm. so i use that mindset for my school mm -hmm. so it's like okay i have two years what can i complete in two years what you know what might be a stretch that i might want to explore mm -hmm. um and you know what 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 classes will benefit me because mm -hmm. there's you know within every major there's always like a bunch of electives mm -hmm. and there's also well there's the major classes that you have to take but there's the major elective classes where you get to choose which ones you want to take mm -hmm. um which just kind of help you learn more about your major. So I was just like, okay, if I already know kind of what my career path is, I'm going to focus on these classes. Mm -hmm. And I have to finish these within the two years. Um, and then obviously you could always tweak kind of like in game, mm -hmm. half time. <laughs> you have like, you know, your adjustments that, you know, you do that you see like, oh, the other team's doing mm -hmm. this. So you can see like, okay, this class isn't really for me. Like, now that I've done like a year of school, 
do I need to change what classes I'm taking or like, you know, all of that. So it's at the end of the day, it was just the two years. I was like, all right, what can I fit? What can I not fit? Um, oh, I like know. how you put in the like sports analogy. Yeah, like that makes so much exactly. sense. Yeah. So that, like I said, I grew up sports my whole entire oh, life. Yeah, so yeah. that's why for me, it's easier to put mm-hmm, it in the sport in the sports perspective. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, I grew up playing soccer. I mean, I could have also put it in. A and like the coach, you can be like the mentor, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah, that's that's kind of like the approach that I took. Mm-hmm. So when I was here in you know in college, so the yeah. soccer perspective, yeah, like soccer you have perspective, the time, yeah, or even football, because I mean, just the pressure for I was a kicker, mm-hmm. so it's like your job is literally just to make the field goals, make the extra points. Mm-hmm. So it's like you only have one shot; you don't have like multiple downs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could I could go on and on about different sport analogies and all that, but but yeah, that's where we should have started it. with that one. Yeah. Like the whole thing could have been the sports so, analogy. Yeah, but but yeah, that's kind of like my advice for um, you know, students that are in the college system and they're kind of just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like build yourself a timetable. Oh, a timetable. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play a mental sport in your mind. Yes. Play that's, a mental sport. That's in nice. Your mind. I've never heard of that. That's so freaking nice. That's yeah. genius. What if someone, let's say that in their time frame, like already two years have gone by and they don't learn anything. They just nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. goes with their nothing sticks. nothing sticks. What skills at least should everyone gain in their four years or their six years or their time during education uh, learning, I guess? Communication. 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 Communication, communication, communication. I know for me that has helped me out so much. Um, It has been something where, what beginning of community college that's where i found myself i was in a completely different environment and i know me myself in different environments i tend to be a lot more reserved i tend to be a lot more introverted it wasn't until my first ever communications class um where it was basically public speaking um and I love that. Well, what was the name of that professor? Doctor? No, Professor Hawkins. I think that was his name, if I remember. Uh, I love this energy. I love how he presented himself. So I'm like, yo, wait, like I'm trying to be like him. Like you know how he how he does everything. Like it just seems so easy. So I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna work at this. So during that class, that is definitely one of the classes that I had a lot of fun with because a it wasn't comfortable, but b I did learn a lot about communication. So that is definitely one life skill. I think that it's just, it's always going to help you in the long run. Everything's going to be like, there's never going to be a situation where you just won't know how to respond or how to conversate, how to talk, anything like that. Um, so it's, I feel like it's important in different areas, right? Like selling a product, job interviews. Like, yes. Like, um, blessed to say fortunate enough to say that every single job interview i've had mm-hmm. i've gotten hired mm-hmm. except for one oh, except for one that's that's where i was just like Dang it. like, <laughs> you want that one more <laughs> exactly so um but yeah fortunate enough to say that every single job interview i've had i've gotten the job mm-hmm. um and why i truly believe that it's 
just because how I presented myself, mm -hmm. the way I communicated with the, you know, the interviewing managers or, you know, whoever I was talking to, whichever employee, I truly believe that it's just how effective I was with my communication. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely one thing I highly encourage anybody and everybody to, like, take with them. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is just being open-minded. Um, it's just, you know, say, cause the question was like two years and you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, two years, you still or took like classes. Two years, four years, like the Two years, the four years regarding the, yeah, timeline. regarding the timeline. Everything, those classes I've taught you, you might've not retained it, mm -hmm. but it has influenced you one way or another. Mm -hmm. So for me, when it comes to the classes, just like oh, this is actually an interesting perspective. Like, I never thought about that perspective from that point of view. Um, so that has definitely allowed me to be a lot more open-minded where it's like, even if it's, even if it's like something that I don't like to listen to or I think is completely false, I'm gonna still hear you out. Cause I'm like, there's a reason why you're coming from what you're saying, whether that be, you know, politics whether that be, you know, any current situations that are going on. Um, I find that interesting because I'm like, okay, like, let me find out more about, like, why you think like that mm -hmm. rather than just, like, oh, my beliefs, like, you know. Are superior. Exactly. So. And I feel like that's really important for, like, everything. That's why I'm doing, like, this interview is because mm -hmm. I'm listening to everyone's different perspective, you yep. know, like. And like I love everyone that. has I love a different that. perspective. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Sometimes like it breaks my pattern. I'm like, oh sure, like I don't agree with this, but then I go back and I'm like, why, why? Like, I understand their point of view, yep. uh -huh. and maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, but at least I know something more exactly. than I did yesterday. It's just that curiosity. Yeah. I know, I know, me myself, I'm always curious. Mm -hmm. I'm always curious about so many things. Um, so that's why it's like, like let me find out more. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like if it's something that I like. But then I'm just still not fully, like, um, I guess, invested sure. or sure of that. I'm like, let me find out more. Mm -hmm. Like, why, you know, why might I like it? Um, mm -hmm. So. I think just, that's good, especially as we're starting, like, to build our own path, our own visions. Like, exactly. get different yep. inputs and before deciding. So. Yep. So I, I, know, I know I heavily take pride on that where it's just like regardless of what anybody says i'm still gonna hear you out like you know i know i know what my beliefs are i know what i stand for but you know whether you disrespect me with your beliefs and all that it's good like you know i want to hear you out like there's a reason why you're saying that your um, truth right like, exactly, exactly your truth, yeah, yeah your truth um uh but yeah it's like you know i it for me i find it hard to get like riled up or you know just it takes a lot except when he loses soccer <laughs> yes yes okay <laughs> okay so when it comes to sports that's a whole different playing field i am if you, very competitive if you've ever played with him this guy just doesn't know how to lose <laughs> he just, he just gets yes i'm very competitive when it comes to that so yeah that's funny yeah <laughs> but other than that you feel like open-minded like yeah you are open -minded, able to see different yeah. perspectives yes open-minded communication um and, and just discover curiosity yeah right? curiosity yep within are, yourself like defining like yep. understanding what's going on within you that's crazy yeah, those are those are like i want to say like the biggest 
you know, whether you find your path two years, four years, like, or you're still trying to figure it out. I think those are like the biggest like focuses that you could look into mm -hmm. and like see what you can do with that. Mm -hmm. Cause I know that's gonna, regardless education or not, that's gonna take you in the long run. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. I like that. Okay. You have to end the, the podcast. You have to choose between one and two. It, it's like a mystery question. Okay. Um, or uh, a mystery event. Which one's one, which one's two? I won't tell you. It's okay. like, okay, hold on, let me think which one's one which one's two. <laughs> I'll just choose one or the other. I'll choose either that one or that one. Okay, no? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there. Okay. Uh, I'm a left. I'm a lefty, left-footed, but I'm right-handed, so I'm gonna go left. <laughs> okay, so this one is what advice? It doesn't have to be with college. Just uh -huh. what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh, my first thought right away is exquisite, but basically, I'm gonna rephrase it and be like, uh, don't be afraid of taking the leaps of uncertainty. I was always like so, so stuck on the fact is like, oh my God, like, what if I mess up? Or like, what if I'm like, if I do this, what if it's not the right way? Or like, you know, what if this decision doesn't pan out and it's not good at all? That's life. You're supposed to be taking risks that, I mean, just growing up, you don't know where you're going. So like, um, Like I would, I would definitely be like my piece of advice to my younger self is just like don't, don't be afraid of taking that leap, uh, whether you're uncertain or not. You're gonna live and you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. You're gonna keep on. You know, you're gonna take those mistakes. You're gonna learn from it so that later down the road, you're gonna be able to like, oh, like I remember I did this. Like you know, I know what I'm doing now. You're gonna bring that along with you. So yeah, definitely, yeah, just. That's one piece of advice that I tell myself. Just don't be afraid to take that leap. Don't be afraid. But, and I feel like I relate to that. I feel like sometimes I spend so much time planning <laughs> than executing. You know, mm -hmm. I'm always like, oh, no, I want it to be perfect. Yep, but yep. I stayed there in the planning station for yep. like a long time before executing. It's just, yeah, for me, it's definitely more, I've turned more into like a take action. Take like, action you know, like we can and do, learn from your mistakes. Yeah, Exactly. Like we could, you know, do a lot of talking, like you said, do mm -hmm. a lot of planning, you know, trying to make everything perfect. But then at the end of the day, it's just the execution. Taking action, yeah. So taking action, the execution, that's where you're, even then you have everything organized and planned out. But then it's going to be like, after, after say it's an event, you plan it, you do everything. And then after the event, there's going to be like, oh, but like this thing, this didn't happen according to the plan. Like there's something, there's always something to improve on. Exactly. So that's exactly. good. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, for Nothing's me, that's going to be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I need to see like it happen. And then I'm like, after do like a debriefing, it's like, okay, this, you know, this happened. And then like, oh, this could have been done better. Mm. We'll work on this, you know, for the future one, you know, just keep mm. on building off of it. So, yeah. I like that. I like that advice a lot. Yep. Well, thank you, everyone. That was the whole interview. You do talk a lot. I like that. I'm, bro, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I could keep on going. Like, I realized I was going off tangent, like, on some of the questions. I'm like, wait, I got to go back to the question. He's talking about his mom, exactly. like, over here. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Acosta family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But with that being said, thank you, everyone, for being here. Hope you learned a lot from his perspective. 
And remember to hug yourself and hug that crazy chaos of yours. See you. Bye. Yes, sir. Thank you, Abril. Thank you. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, and yeah.